Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello again and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly, bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and ultimately enjoy more money. I'm away at the moment on a, on a book writing boot camp, writing a book about money and debt and leverage and how you can use money and debt and leverage in, in your life. And I'm, I'm giving lots of examples there. So that, that will be coming out uh, probably early next year. Now, around about this time of year, a lot of students are getting ready to go off to university, packing up trunks. And, you know, I've been there, I've done this. I've packed off trunks for my kids and drove, driven them all over the country. Um, and the, the normal start at the end of September, early October. So they'll be dealing with things like accommodation and uh, dad renting flats for them and uh, student halls and all these sorts of things. And many will be apprehensive about leaving home, but some will be even more apprehensive about the amount of debt that they will accumulate by the time they finish their studies. And the average student debt now for tuition fees and expenses is around £50,000, which is you know, quite a lot of money and can be daunting for many young people. Now, the system here in the UK is that the tuition fees are approximately £9,000 a year. You can elect to pay them up front. You don't have to go into debt. Uh, if you don't, you, you would start your study and you don't pay anything up front for the, for the cost. You, and it, so it goes on to the student, but you, the student will then start paying the loan back by salary deduction, but only once they have started earning £25,725 per annum, and that, that goes up uh, most years. So there's no upfront cost, and you don't have to apply for a loan and this sort of thing and get a loan from a bank. There's no upfront cost. And it could be years before you even start paying that, depending on, on your, your salary. Now, I don't know what happens to foreign students when they come here from, from Europe and study for three years and perhaps go back to France or Germany. How does that money ever get collected? I don't know. Um, now, studying also gives you many advantages in life. So let's look at the positives here. It greatly enhances your earnings potential and your future career prospects. It gives you more confidence to, to do things. So uh, you shouldn't be frightened of a bit of debt that um, you know, may, may affect you because debt is leverage if, if invested in the right way and students um, should invest in themselves. Now, graduates also, by the time they, they finish studying, are likely to, twice as likely to get a job as a non-graduate. And, and I know this as an employer when I used to, to get uh, applications in. If you saw someone had a good degree or even a degree, you were more likely to look at their application than someone who's just left school you know, with a couple of GCSEs. Um, graduates also have a starting salary which is higher than non-graduates. The average starting salary for a graduate is now £34,000, which is £10,000 higher than a non-graduate. And this gap, I, I think, tends to increase as, as you go on and the person with no education will gradually fall behind as he sees colleagues in his company being promoted or moving up the ladder. And, and I've seen this my, myself. So it's, it's not, not just I haven't just made this up. Now, I once heard in America, I think it was from Brian Tracy, that every year of further education, higher education that you take, 
is worth something like $200,000 additional in lifetime's earnings. Now, I believe that figure. Um, so, you know, if you did a two years master's degree, that could be worth four or $500,000 in your, in your additional lifetime earnings. And I saw this with my, my son who went back to, to university and did a master's and that immediately bumped up his, his earnings. And he made a very good contact there because when he went to America later, he was looking for a job to get his green card. And he knew somebody that he, he'd met when doing his, his master's degree. And that person had started a business in San Francisco. Now, it wasn't a small business from his bedroom. This was a business that had $20 million of funding. And my son joined him and, and is still there. And that company has gone on to, to grow and was recently bought out for I think for I think for a hundred million dollars or something like that by a, a hedge fund. So, you know, making these contacts can be invaluable, and and you can make lifelong friends. So that that that's some of the advantages. So don't always just think about the debt. And you know, when you use debt to invest in yourself, you're investing in in and leveraging your future earnings. Your leveraging means you are. Uh, you know, helping using a lever to increase your, your future earnings. And, and debt is, is leverage not only in sort of buying properties or uh, buying companies. Debt can be used as leverage for, for your future earnings potential. And your earnings and career, career developments will be, will be massively boosted by any further education, whether this be academic or, or vocational, or just short courses like you know, I, I, I went on property courses and, and that massively increased my, my earnings in property. I've done other courses in speaking and how to, how to, to, to start a podcast, which have, have massively increased my potential. So it doesn't have to be going back to university for three years. It could be a short course in how to start an Amazon business or how to invest in shares. There are all sorts of things you can do. It's never too late to, to go back and learn. I went back and did, did a, a degree in, in leadership and management, a full part-time degree at, at, at university later in life. So you, you can do these things. Um, there's no reason why. And I, I've seen people at university in their 60s and 70s, so you, you're never too, it's never too late. And, you know, when I was running a, a, a vocational college many years ago, we used to have, I realized there were thousands of degree um, and vocational apprenticeship courses available in the UK at very reasonable cost. And you know, sometimes it was zero cost to the student, sometimes zero cost to the, the student and the company running the apprenticeship or the NVQ. And, they said, oh, you know. and yet despite this, being offered a free education course or an NVQ, some students still couldn't be bothered to get out of bed and study. And they were the ones who would say, oh, there's no opportunity in this country. There's no opportunity. I've got no opportunity. I'm born in the wrong place. I've got no opportunity. Let me, let, let's face it. You're not born in the wrong, wrong place. You've just got the wrong mindset. People born in this country have a massive advantage over most of the world. You know, if you're born in the, one of the top five economies in the world, and especially if you're born in America and, and the UK or English-speaking countries, you have a massive advantage over people born in many parts of Asia, uh, Africa, and, and poorer countries where there's just not the opportunities. They, they couldn't even afford to go to university, uh, and their families couldn't afford it. So you know, never say that, there's no opportunity in the UK. I, I don't care what you say about Brexit or possible recessions. This, this country is a land of opportunity. That's why so many people want to come here and so many people will hang on the back of a lorry just to set foot 
in this country. So I always get angry when people complain that there's no opportunity in this country because other people from abroad can see it. And many other people come here to study in the UK because they know that they can get a very good education. They pay you know, tens of thousands of pounds a year just to come here and study. So, you know, the people here have a, a great opportunity to get into university without any upfront cost. And for poorer families, uh, there's a scheme for poorer families as well, but they can get into university at, at virtually no upfront cost. Um, and so I, I think you've got to see the opportunity in, in this country. Now, if you want to reduce your student debt, there are other options. You know, you can self-pay for your degree. You don't have to pay for it up front. Or you don't have to pay for it on a student loan. But you can also do a degree at a private college. There's many of them who are accredited by the universities to run their degree courses. And sometimes these, these courses can be half the cost. You could maybe do a degree for six or seven thousand pounds a year instead of nine or ten thousand pounds a year. And you can do it in, in much less time than in, in the universities where they start in October, then go for Christmas, then have an Easter break. Then they, they have nothing from about June to October again. It's just wasted time. And so much of time is, is I saw this in universities, that there's a lot of wasted time. Um, you know, the lecturers are not there as you think, sitting in a comfy armchair, welcoming you into their study, you know, like educating Rita. It's not like that. You know, you, you're more or less left on your own to study for most of the time. So just going to a, a college may not be as prestigious as going to Red Brick University, but you could get a degree there for, for I, I'd say, less than half the price. And you could do it locally and you can, you know, with, that, with just a fraction of the cost. So these colleges are in most big cities. And yet you haven't got the campus and all the fun and the bars and the, the nightlife of Nottingham and, and London and Liverpool. You haven't got all that, but you're not there for that, are you? Or maybe you are. But you can get these degrees very cheaply and, and you can get private uh, colleges, do vocational courses, sometimes for free, sometimes fully funded by the government. So you can save, you can also save a fortune by studying at a local university rather than packing off to the other side of the country, as my kids d did, you're hundreds of miles away. And then you've got to pay for accommodation and food and all the rest of it. But if you, if you can live at home and study locally, I mean, every area's got a university, surely. You know, the money you save on accommodation, you could perhaps use to buy a car to get, get to and from university or whatever. You know, but you can save a lot of money and say, oh no, uh, I want to go to Edinburgh. No, I, want, I, I live in Edinburgh, but I want to study in Devon. You know, it, that's, it's all nonsense. So, oh, but the course I want is not available locally. It's only available if I go to Bristol or Manchester. Sorry, that's, that's just nonsense. You know it, and, and I know it, that you can find courses locally where you are and, and save a fortune, not just for you, but for your parents as well. Um, now, look, what, whatever you decide to do, whether it's locally, vocational, degree courses, remember that there is probably no greater investment than an investment in yourself and in your education. And you should never stop learning. That's the other secret. Uh, someone once said that where you are in five years' time will depend on two things, the books you read and the people you hang around with. And, and I believe that's still true. And I would um, even add to that the, the further studies that you do, the further courses you do. Apparently, only 10% of people ever do any further study once they leave school. 10% of people will go to a further college of further education. I mean, there's these college of further education. They're so cheap. You can do so many courses from evening courses, evening classes. There are evening universities. Um, 
uh, I'm trying to think of the one in London, Birkbeck College, that they, they, they were set up by a, a foundation, a charitable foundation, to help people who had to work during the day to, to study in the evening. Universities now do flexible study. They do weekend lectures. You can study online for a degree. There are so many ways of doing it. So there's no excuse for not getting a further education, especially if you live in this country or in a country like America. There is no excuse whatsoever to say around and say, oh, I've got no opportunity. You know, my job's been taken by these immigrants and I've got nothing to do and I can't go anymore. My, my job, I've been made redundant. You know, well, go and get, learn some more skills. You, you've got to keep learning. Now, things are changing so fast. You've got to keep learning all the time. Uh, and, and it's never too late. Now, I, I can think, I can tell you thousands of stories of people that, that I know uh, and, and, and my own story of, of how they used education and the leverage of education and books to get out of poverty. Poverty. One of the most famous is, of course, Oprah Winfrey. Now, despite being born into abject poverty and being sexually abused and raped by her, her relative, you know, she went on to become a TV superstar and one of the most successful not just businesswoman, but successful business people in America and in the world. Now, Oprah is now a billionaire and she credits reading books and, and studying for opening up her mind to a world of possibilities and, and able to get out of the situation she was in. Um, she, she, she once stated that after being sexually abused, her, her parents told her, look, you've, you know, you've got that, that's gone now. You've got a new start in life. You've got to make the best of your life now. And that's exactly what she did. And what an amazing woman and inspiration she has been to, to thousands of people. So it's never too late to study, whether it's be short-term courses, improving your skills, just going on a, a weekend property course or, or whatever it is, or going back to university as I did to finish a degree or going back to doing a master's. Now, on my podcast, I often give a word of the day and um, the word of today is dividends. Now, people might go, I know what dividends are, you know. Okay, well, if you own a share in a business, you buy a share, the board of directors uh, can, can say, I, I'm going to declare a dividend, right? And they, they then give you a dividend, which is a share of the profits in the company. So the company might make 100 million profits and they're going to declare a dividend of 5 million and they, they distribute this, that out to all the shareholders, depending on how many shares you, you own, Okay. So that's pretty simple. A dividend is a share in, in the profits. And the shareholders at the end of the day are the owners of the business, right? Now, if you invest in a share, you buy a share in BT or Apple, you know, you can benefit from the growth of that share, the, the growth in the price of that share, assuming you've done your homework and you bought, bought a good company and you, you bought it at the right price and they've got good management. You don't just go and buy any share from the stock market. Like It's not gambling here. It's not Las Vegas. Um, so over time, you could benefit from capital growth in that share, but you could also benefit from income and annual dividends from that share, which are typically three to five percent of the value of the share. So you can get income and growth, just like when you buy a property, you can get growth in the capital growth of the property, but you can also get rent. So rent is like the dividend, right? So it, it's, it's simple. Um, and you can also reinvest the dividend. You can say to the company, look, don't give me the dividends reinvest them and, and, and give me extra shares in, in lieu of the, the dividends. And that can really en enhance your, your holdings. Now, using another context, um, people often say um, that pays dividends. So education can pay dividends in your life. Yeah, you can use that expression. It, it will pay dividends over and over again in your life. So education will pay dividends. Now, as always, 
If you're interested in the stock market, learn how to do it properly. Take a course. I can, I can give you courses if you contact me. And always take independent advice before investing. But remember the message today is that student loans are an investment in your future. So don't be daunted by a little bit of debt because that is leverage on your future potential earnings. Thanks for listening. This has been Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest and accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 